This is Captivated Minds. I'm Stan. I'm Jake. And this is our Conspiracy Corner episode. We have, uh, again, a lot to talk about. We uh, took a little bit of a hiatus in October to yep. do our so, uh, Halloween special. Speaking of that, thank you, everyone, for listening throughout the month. Thank you. Um, I guess it was, very we could popular. say it was a very, success. It was yeah. popular. Yeah, it was very good. Um, so what were your top three episodes that we recorded, your fi- top three favorites? Uh, like, number one was Scream. Scream. Number one was definitely Scream. Um, I would say Halloween. Halloween for you. And Serpent in the Rainbow. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm going to go Audition. Audition, yeah. Cause Aud- just because your reaction to Audition. Oh, jeez. The Shining and The Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, that makes we, sense. Those, yeah, were, yeah. those were good ones, yeah. Those were good ones. Yeah. Those were really good ones. To see, to hear your uh, your reaction to Audition, isn't that ups- it's just priceless. So, I mean, I think Audition... And Serpent of the Rainbow were the only two movies out of our entire list that yeah. I had never seen. Yeah. So that to me, that was kind of cool. That is kind of cool, yeah. And I enjoyed Serpent of the Rainbow because yeah. of just the concepts how of voodoo screwed and all. up yeah. it was. Um, so, like, Serpents of the Rainbow was fantastic. And I agree with you. Audition was just the, the most disturbing. And it the reason for that is because the entire movie – the entire like first, could you Hour. say like ninety percent of the movie? Yeah, is just a dad looking for love. That's right. Yeah, and then the last ten percent, ten minutes, last ten minutes, fifteen right, minutes maybe is the most disturbing things I've ever seen. See, I'm trying to find more disturbing ones like, for next time. Uh, maybe I'd like to do some like Italian ones. Yeah, I I, I found a uh, Suspiria. Have you seen that one? No, that's a good one. And I'd also would like to. I heard there's some Spanish ones that are pretty good. Yes. So, like, some Spanish ones would be kind of neat I found more Japanese ones, too. Like, uh, let's see, The Host. That's Korean. Yes, Host is Korean, and I do – I want to see that really that, bad. That, that's a good one. That's yeah. on, that should be on there. And then I found uh, Tale of Two Sisters. It's an anth- uh, anthology film, but it's, uh, like, three separate Japanese stories and how all they connect and things like that. Oh, that's neat. So that's also a horror movie on there, too. The Virgin Spring, that's also on there. Ooh. I'm trying to find weird, like, yeah. out there See, ones. See, what I, what I like about the, like, international horror movies is their name doesn't give you any type of clue no. of what it is. No. You know, like... When you think of horror movies, United States, right? Halloween, right? Serial killer. Yes. Freddy, serial killer. So on and so forth. But like audition, you, had no you wouldn't idea. have a clue. Host, there's a little bit of a clue. Like yeah. there's something going on. Yeah. But Oh, Train from Busan. Zombies on a train. That's Ooh. another Korean one too. <laughs> Is it like Korean's version of Snakes on the Plains? With like Snake on the Plane but with zombies on a train? No, I think this one's like 28 Days Later but on a train. That's messed up. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Um, what's that movie with Chris Evans and they're on a train? Uh, crap. Snow. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer? Yes. So it would be like Snowpiercer but with zombies. That's right. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like eat, you have to like work your way to the, get through. The through. Yeah. Uh, see, see, that's kind of neat. Yeah. So there's a lot of different horror movies that we're going to try to find for next time around too. The, uh, the Ring, Ringu in Japan or The Grudge. Those are a little bit more yes. scarier too. See, Grudge wasn't too bad. The first one. Yeah. Uh, but this is the Japanese version though. 
Yes, I heard the Japanese one is a little bit than, better than the American, but the American version's not bad. No, the Grudge is the first good. one. That's right. I like the ring. They the... they tend to the, us in the United States tend to ruin things when they try to make sequels. Yeah, shouldn't like if there's one of something. Yeah, if you want to make it Americanized, fine, but don't make a sequel. Don't ruin it. Yeah, don't make a franchise. It's so stupid. So, uh, yeah, what else did we did so, you do f- for October and for fun stuff? Nothing, really. Just hung out. We didn't really do – there were some thing like, places we went, I think. Yeah. We went to uh, – I went to uh, uh, Bush Gardens. That was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah you went to Bush Gardens. That, That's right. Yeah. That was uh, – so we went on this one roller coaster, and you're going, and you went, like, zero to two G-forces going at once. And then you drop like, 14 feet, and, man, that was some scary shit. Because <laughs> I wasn't expecting the drop. I watched the video. Oh, okay, this is a decent roller coaster. And then they, they don't show the drop. Right. So you're yes. in the dark. You're probably, I don't know, 50 feet in the air, and then you just drop 15 feet instantly, <laughs> and then you go, like, zero to 60. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, see, I like – I used to go to like uh, Six Flags, New England, yeah. right? And Superman. That yeah, that's was cool. T- that was a little tall for me. <sighs> Superman was sweet. I'm not afraid of heights, but man, that's up there. I think you go like 70 miles an hour or something. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, did my first adult, technically, kind of Halloween party. It was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, at the bar that we go to, but they had to cancel it because I guess another. Other couple bars were serving people underage because they couldn't tell Damn. because of all the makeup and stuff. So the owner didn't want that to happen. What? So Just check IDs. It's not that well, that's the thing. They were, but people were using other people's IDs. Yeah. And because of the makeup and yeah. masks and whatever, they couldn't tell. tell. Yeah. Which is stupid. So he just didn't want any – Yeah. He didn't want to get shut down. That's right. So the our bartender that's there – He's like, well, if you guys want to dress up, show up. So there was like four of us that dressed up. I went as Captain Spaulding. There you go. Uh, my wife went as a female it. And a friends of ours did like the steampunk thing. And we were the only four. Yeah. Except for the bartender. The bartender dressed up as a werewolf. Yeah. That was it. But we had a good time. Good time. He, the bartender bought us all a drink. Oh, because we like, showed up in costume, which yeah. was cool. But those other people were like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no, I think there was a few that looked at us weird when we came in. But that was yeah, – it was actually pretty – Quiet. It, Sounds quiet. I think what he said was someone in town was having a big Halloween party, so that's why there wasn't very many people at the bar. Yeah. Wouldn't make sense. sense. Yeah. Um, I'm honestly excited for – like, movie-wise, this month and December. Yeah, there's going to be Because we got, month. like, Eternals. Yep. Last Night in Soho just came out, too. Last Night in Soho. That looks really good. Um, Ghostbusters. Yep. That looks really good, too. Looks good. We have Spider-Man. Spider-Man. In December. Yep. There's some movies I'm tired of waiting for. Yeah. Like, Morbius. The new trailer for Morbius it is looks, fantastic. It looks really good. And That's January, so it's um, not too far. It's not too far. There's also uh, King Richard on HBO Max. Have you seen the trailer for that yet, either? Uh, no. Will Smith, so. and the, Will Smith is the father of the Serena sisters. The William oh, sisters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did see that. Yeah. That looks really good. That looks pretty good. It looks like it might be Oscar bait. 
Yeah, they they definitely. might they might lean him towards Oscar bait. And then of course there's that uh, what is it? Last duel or yeah, last duel, last yeah. duel. The the Ridley Scott movie. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't look too bad. Yeah, um, I think people are still like finally getting out there, going to theaters, stuff. What's dumb, and I think you. Did you have this one? Oh, we yeah, we both saw Halloween Kills too. We both saw Halloween we, Kills. We have diff- various different. Okay, very. I, I loved it. Right, you loved it. Yeah, I did not like it. But I saw it at a drive-in, so there's a little bit. It's I, an experience. That's right. So I first just har- first first horror movie at a drive-in. My so. thing is, if she, like, if she wasn't in the the kills were cool. I thought the kills were cool too. The kills were cool. We can agree like, on that. Like when yeah. he when he kills like thirty firemen. Yeah. And no one can stop him, right? Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Or, or spoilers, the uh, the kids with the masks. I like that yeah. little nod because I hate Halloween 3. So my problem is it, it is like the face of Halloween, right? The face. She's in a hospital bed the entire time. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, that's who I'm talking about. Spoilers. She's she's the she's, – she's a scream queen. Yeah. And she's in a hospital bed the entire movie. That's what upset me. Because yeah. if you're going to have her... Because she was badass in the first one. I liked the first one, too. She was she was badass, and you could tell, you know, there was this, like... The daughter is kind of over her craziness. And then you find, find out later that the daughter was trained since she was a little girl to handle weapons and to act afraid. And, yeah. And then it's kind of like passing on to the, the granddaughter, granddaughter. Stuff yeah. like that. And then you get this movie, and he's he's pretty cool, but she's just she's just in the hospital bed talking to the sheriff the entire time. So the one part I thought was CGI was not CGI. Which one was that? Loomis was not CGI at all. Practical effects? Yes. It's someone in a mask? That's right. So they they did the Mission Impossible I, thing by making that's a right. mask? That's what I saw, yeah. They they customized they had this actor and they customized the Loomis mask. I thought it was CGI too. I was like, that's really good CGI. Whatever they did, it looks really good. Because it was flawless. That's right. It looked absolutely wonderful. It was a guy in a mask. They went practical on it. Wow, that's mind blowing. They went practical on it and they used just a little bit of CGI just to kind of like help with the. Eye- I think eyebrows. it was to keep the eye. I would say yeah, the eyebrows and hair and things like that because maybe the hair was a little bit digital, but everything else was a practical a mask that someone put on and it looked like loomis and they had the right shadows and the right lighting so that's they went practical on it and that's where i thought was really really good we've discussed this before where movies nowadays have to me they've ruined things because they put all their money into special effects and some movies they can get away with it. It's beautiful. Avatar, it's cool. is it, Avatar. It, that, that's right. its own separate thing. But yeah, that's more money on special but effects. I love practical effects. I really do because yeah. that 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 to me is a true art form. Yes, you can say someone sitting at a computer and being able to create stuff is an art form too. It really is. Yes. But it's something about making things with your hands and making it look real. So. To me, authentic. Almost. To me, yeah. the what they if that is we can look up the images. That too, is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, definitely look up the images. But that 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 gives me hope. Yeah, that we can. So if you get were, even better. So if you watch that scene again, 
or if you watch that one part again on YouTube or something, just watch it, and then you'll be like, okay, I couldn't even tell if that was practical yeah. or not because there's before and afters, and you can see this actor just putting on the see, face. I almost thought it was like a deep fake. That's what I thought too. That's what I thought. I didn't think of of practical, Neither and I. I didn't think of like extreme CGI. I just thought they maybe went to the older films, took his face, pulled and it. pulled it, and stretched it over some uh, a stand-in. Yeah. But that's pretty impressive. So that's, so maybe seeing that that one scene with Loomis in it would have kind of add a little bit more betterness to that. I mean, you didn't like it, but I'm just saying. Just having, they did do just, they did do some CG on the face, obviously, yeah. but not. It is a full on mask though. They had the beard and everything, and the oh, guy yeah. the guy looks just like just him. like him. Yeah, that's fantastic. I didn't get a chance to see Dune yet. You did not watch Dune yet. I, I have you've some, seen it. I, I have some opinions about Dune, but we'll wait till you've seen it. I thought it was good. Very, if you liked Arrival, yes, very like Arrival. It's a little slow, but once you get into it, though, that's when it's really good. Now what? Oh God! It, it, I, can, I believe I can it cover never... books one and a half, so it's going into two. So it ends off where two begins. So that way, there they can, and they ma- it made enough money. They're making the next one. Cool. I can never remember his name. The 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 actor with all the kids that act. His son was Pennywise and Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Yes. He said, I think you told me this. I did. I did tell you this. I believe. He said he wouldn't play that part unless it was practical. That's right. And yeah. I saw a, a preview. Yeah. Well, not really a. Pre- I think it was just a, a behind clip. the scenes yeah, thing. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Of him, like as this. That guy. It, it's, it's almost. Suit. It's almost like a human-like Jabba. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? No, really. Yeah. So, in the in the David Lynch version, he has more warts and stuff. But this one, if you kind of like look at it like a still of him, yeah. he looks like a giant wart. He does. Yeah. And it's just. It's, it's like a smooth, gross wart. With but I'm black, again, black I'm oil. so happy they use practical effects. Yeah. I really am, and I'm glad that he pushed for it. Yeah. Hey, look. Uh, if we're gonna do this, I'm gonna be in a suit. Yeah. Like I need to be. Yeah, and he's a hell of an actor, anyway. So that's tr- probably to show off the physicality of that actor, the character too, and how it moves around too. But Dune is wonderful. I would say crank up the sound system and go for it. It's really, oh yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um. So I got something. William Shackner. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Went to space. Out of everyone on this planet. The only people I want to see, like celebrity I want to see go to space, William Shackner, Mark Hamill. Oh, there you go. Those are the only two that really deserve it. Yeah, yeah. When you play an iconic role in and, space. You're, and you're supposed to be like a space traveler, yeah. you, I think you deserve to take a trip to and space. go to space. I, I saw his reactions. They were, he were, they gen- were so ge- genuine. Yeah. awesome. Yeah. If – Nimoy was still alive. Oh. It would have been awesome if both of them. So you know what they did, right? In the uh, for the guy that originally played Scotty, they sent they sent his ashes up into a ship and they sent him into space. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. This was years ago. Right, but that's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah. So I think from the original cast, there's only like the there's main, only a the, few the, of them. The left. lady that plays a a horror a thura. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, no Scott. There's like um, two or three because Nimoy passed away, and then there's uh, Shatner. Yeah. It's so, uh. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Why can't I think of his name? The Asian guy. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. George Decay. 
Yeah. George Decay. I love him. They, they should have sent Decay and Shatner up at the same time. That would have been cool. Yeah. But I, and I love how, like, Family Guy picks on him. Oh, like, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, he does that in real life. That's so funny. But it's... Those are the people that deserve to go up. Yeah. Or... Um, or if they're filming Patrick something. Patrick Stewart. Pat- oh, yeah. Patrick Stewart, definitely. Send Patrick Stewart into space. He's already been knighted. <laughs> What's Sir... It? Sir Patrick Astronaut. Yeah. So I guess Blue Origin, the uh, the Amazon company, is charging is trying to charge celebrities twenty eight million dollars to go into space because Tom Hanks was offered to go up next. Yeah. But he has to pay twenty eight million. No, screw that. Do you think Shatner paid twenty eight million? I don't think they did. I think honestly, I think yeah. this was a whole publicity thing. I think it was so too. So it was like, hey, Will, do you want to be like the first celebrity in space? We won't charge you anything. But I bet you'll rake in some stuff. Yeah. And I think that's what it did. Yeah. And so now, I bet you, act. I think actors probably got on the phone after they saw him go up. And they're like, oh, we want to go up. Oh, okay. That'll be 28 mil. Yeah. Like, no. 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 It's, not, it's not worth it just to go to the cusp of space. Just to the edge. And then to come back. Because here's the thing. I don't think... I don't think Musk would have would charge people. No. I think it would be – he would charge something, but it wouldn't be outrageous because I think Musk's idea of space travel and, like, going to Mars and stuff like that, it shouldn't be just for the rich and powerful. It should be for anyone. His – I think – the way he talks about it and stuff, it should be anyone and everyone – if they feel like they want to go, yeah, to it's going to be a price tag, but it's not going to be something that's outrageous where the common person can't pay. Yes. That's where his is, and I agree with that. It shouldn't be only, like, rich, snotty people being able to go. It shouldn't be like that. No, if, because uh, uh, Virgin Galactic, they do, they're going to set up flights to go around the globe, and that's right. going to cost a good little That's going to cost a bit, too. Because you're flying, like... On the cusp of, yeah, the and you're, edge of, and you're space. supposed to be able to go faster and further with less fuel. There's like there's a whole science behind it. I get it, but how many people are you gonna get to do this if it's gonna be like a mil per seat? You know what I mean? It's only the elite then. To me, it's like it's like when I find out how much a first class ticket on some of these Uber jets are. <sighs> They're like sixty thousand dollars, seventy thousand dollars. Why? What? <laughs> oh, so That's you That's a can... house. And it's like, oh, well, I get this. Uh, this one guy was showing a video, and he had, like, his own bathroom with a shower and then, like, a bed to lay in, and it was five-star dining, and it... Come what? on. And it was a 12-hour flight. 12 hours. For 60 grand? No. No. That, that's I, not a thing. No. No. If it's a, just sit with everyone else and just deal with it. That's right. Oh my I mean, God. come on. At that point, why and don't then you, you have, just... And then you have celebrities that kind of bitch, though, about the environment, and yet yeah. they have to use private jets to get everywhere? Well, okay. Come on. So, come on. So that was the other thing I was going to bring up. So they just they just did the uh, climate summit. Yeah, the UN In thing. Scotland. Yeah. Right? Ooh, Scotland. In Scotland. Every single person that went took a private jet it was so bad 
that the traffic control couldn't figure out where to send all the planes. What they had to do was they had to fly everyone in, have that plane take off and go land at another airport to park. And that's how they had to do it because there was no room at the one airport. So picture this. You have the all these people telling you and I how we should start living. Uh-huh. Fly their personal jets to this place. And their jets aren't just flying there. They have to then take off, fly somewhere else. I think what they said was... How much jet fuel just burned? Well, think about that. The amount of pollution yeah. that the jets put off would be equal to like 500... No, what they... I think 5,000 vehicles. It's so dumb. For one person. Yeah. And then it's like they're having this huge summit telling people they need to drive electric and this and that. It's like, what? So if you wanted, if you wanted to hold a summit, if you really wanted to get get to people, use a boat. No, you use like do Zoom. There you go. You know what I mean? No, oh, we're, no, use no carbon footprint at all. Right. Don't use one at all. You sit there and go, okay, so this is what we're gonna do. We're do, gonna do this. This is why we're doing this, people. Yeah. Show that you have to do it that way. Because, oh, if we flew here or there or whatever, it's too much. That's what you need to do. Don't everyone just fly there and go, hey, you over there, you need to stop driving your truck. And you, you can't own a private plane. Yeah. But I can. Yeah. Because I'm important. Yeah, that's so dumb. No, it's stupid. There was something I was reading a while ago how they're they're trying to give cows this certain type of pill. Yes. So there's this type of pill – that uh, apparently cows give off a lot of methane, and that's helping to affect the ozone while we're still on the environment of yeah. uh, environmental shit, whatever. But they're giving cows these pills to help prevent the amount of methane uh-huh. in their stomachs from expelling out, which I thought is kind of like, what? Are you going to change the flavor of meat now because you don't want well, that so much? I, I get there's a lot of cows, and I get that there's a lot of methane coming from that, but like, really? Like to me, I don't think there's that's going to not. Kinda I don't do think very it's much. enough. No, it, it's a good idea, and I think it, I don't think know. it's a, there's enough cows. No. I mean, there isn't. There's, there's a, lot a lot of cows, cows but yes, yes, I think they're looking at it small, weirdly, right? Yes. Now, our planet, and they've already proven this. Our planet so many years go through a heating up and then cooling off period. There wasn't just one ice age. There's actually been several ice ages. And what happened was the climate, the temperature builds up and then it gets to the point where too much fresh water gets dumped into the oceans will cause flooding. And then all of a sudden now we're in this like ice age causes freezing, freezing and all that stuff. The only thing so, like, let's say we never drove, we didn't drive cars or anything like that. It would have, it would happen eventually. What we are doing is just we're accelerating, accelerating it. it yes. a little bit. Yes, and that's what people need to wrap their heads around that we're accelerating it. It's not that it won't ever happen. It's going. To it's happen. just it's going to happen. We'll we're probably just, just make it come sooner than later. That's right. Which is whatever, but to look at. It's almost like you're just trying to find other things to blame. So it's probably like one group of people. Let's say they're vegetarians. We've got vegetarians over here, right? They're going to blame cows. They're going to blame cows. Why? 
because people are eating cows. So now we have too many cows. Their farts destroy the ozone. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what it is. I don't think you should be blaming cows. No. I don't think you should be giving them pills either because I bet you anything it's going to taint the meat. That's what I was just thinking. We're, it's going to taint the meat. We're going to eat the meat. We're going to get sick. And everyone's like, we don't want like worried about COVID now. Yeah. What kind of weird, creepy virus, virus we're going to get from tainted meat? Yeah. Like, I. next thing is going to be all chickens. Yeah. See, farmers, they've actually been using the methane, methane and powering their farms. So with some methane, with though, it's good in the soil. Yes. Like actual, like, so, so what natural, they've been, natural things. What yes. they do is they it's – a, it's a neat process, but – they have like grates and everything where the all the shit and everything gets dumped into, right? Yeah. I think it runs on a, a conveyor, gets sent into all these fans with tubes, uh, tubes with fans and stuffs in it, which sucks all the methane out, right? Oh, that's kind of neat then. And then the methane gets burned in a certain type of boiler, which actually runs power, so they can actually power their entire farm with it. Okay, so that's and then of- they take the rest of it and put it in like this giant it's like a giant vat and of course they sometimes they'll add water and other things and they make it into a slurry and that's what you see them spraying on the fields is liquid shit pretty much what it is but that's how they're recycling it they're using it for power they're using it to feed their crops it's not like it's growing a waste yeah it smells bad yeah but I, I mean, that's probably another thing. Everyone's like, oh, it smells bad, so it must be harming this. And my, it's. If you're thinking about the environment, though, I don't think cows are what you should be look, really looking at. That's that's one of no. the kickers that I no. you know. You know, if if you want to go electric, sure, that's one thing. Slowly start to use Which, or use other in, types of vehicles. In that note, switching to electric, if. Will lower your carbon footprint just it, a little bit. It would bit. lower it. That's right. But the problem is getting the material out of the ground to make the batteries to run the cars takes a toll on the planet. Mm. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the mine sites no, of lithium. No. Lithium mine sites are disgusting. There's There are these giant holes. I've heard, though, that sometimes these lithium mine sites do actually use uh, children workers, too. Yes, they do. In some countries. I don't know enough about it to really, you know. So, this is a lithium mine. Wow. Okay. So, I'll post these on our, our Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. It They burrow into the ground thousands and thousands of feet, and then they leave it like this. So, we're just basically I'm not depleting, so, depleting one resource I mean, what for it is, certain things. What it is, it's like, yeah, look at how deep that goes wow and then they just they disappear they go away yeah oh we we depleted this so let's go somewhere else it's that is huge though it's disgusting on how so it's like okay with oil lithium mining and ice i didn't know that was a thing oh i didn't know that was a thing either yeah look at that they're mining lithium and ice huh Oh, I wonder with like sediments and the materials and yeah, everything. Maybe under the layers of ice, there's layers of lithium. Yeah. Huh. 
So let, let's say oil, right? Problem with oil is, yes, if we dig it up and stuff and we don't do it properly, it leaks in the ocean, it, it messes things up. Get it, 100%. Pipelines. Those right? can be bad, too. Very they, bad. They can be, but when, let's say they're laying pipe, yeah, they dig stuff up, but after they're done, it looks like nothing came through. Because they will bury it, and then they'll plant grass and everything right over it, and you can't even tell there's a pipe there. This, the lithium mining, just looks disgusting. You're destroying a lot, really. And I'm not, I. But we use lithium I, I, in all I'm of not, our devices. Right. And that's the I'm not thing. one of those, like, oh, I I hate lithium. I hate, no, no, no. like, because I think Elon Musk is, like, one of the greatest people in, on this planet. And I think he knows what he's doing. But it comes at a cost of something. My though, thing is, thing. if you're going to want people to have some sort of impact on the planet, as in a good impact, then maybe you need to think of another way. Or an alternative source. Something alternative. If, if you can make the batteries in the car last, like, forever, okay. That's the thing. They won't make them last forever because how are you going to buy the next model exactly. or the next right. new thing? And that's that's where we fail anyways because it's the same thing with our phones. They start dubbing down the phones. They really do. Once you get to a certain age, your phones get slower. I had a 10 for an iPhone 10 for a long time and yeah. it, the apps just stopped working. Yeah. You couldn't download anything. And they, they just, purposely do that so because you have to upgrade. You have to upgrade because they're already working on – all the, the newer stuff. Ones. That's right. I think there was a lawsuit years ago, but the thing is, they still do it. They're still you, always because you sign the agreement, though. That yeah. they without reading what's in the agreement, which is probably a whole episode for another thing. Oh yeah, going through all the agreements. Because no one, I, I don't think I've ever met anyone that's ever read through the no. entire agreement. You just always click accept. You just always click, click accept. accept. All right. Yep. They could sue you for all your worth, and you just said yes. Yep. They, I click. They own you now. I click. You're an Apple product. <laughs> The South Park episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Human centipede. Yeah. Should, should I eat the squid or rice pudding? Rice pudding! Squid! Squid! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It, like, there was a guy years ago who created a... He created an, a, a car that essentially ran on water. Yes, we right? talked about this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he disappeared. It went from he one died. coast, to one coast to another. I read that. I read, yeah. This was a long time ago, but he had an engine that used steam. Basically, you pour like I don't know, maybe a gallon, two it gallons was, of water. It, it was, was the, so the lowest so amount low. of water yeah. you could barely like. You could melt some snow and put snow in your car and go from one place to the other. Right. Or the the grease cars that they use now, which I don't. Yeah, see, see, that'd be kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Having your car smell like fries the whole time, though. Yeah. Oh God. Could you imagine just you're constantly hungry? Yeah. Because that's all you smell is French fries. Oh, today's onion rings. But, oh. yeah, there's people that actually will pull up to a McDonald's and say, hey, can I have your, your old grease? Yeah. Because it, it costs them a lot of money to get rid of it. Yeah. So if someone comes in and says, hey, can I take your old grease, they'll give it to you. Yeah. Like Th Those kinds of cars are kind like, of neat, though. I don't know what you're going to use it for, but here you go. And they just go out and they pour it right in their, pour tank, it right in in their, their tank, tank. Which I thought was kind of neat. Yeah. And that's <laughs> – See, I'm okay with that. It's one way to do. It's recycling stuff that we use That's that right. we that we are turn. You know, you're taking something bad like grease, and you're turning finding it into a way something to, good. Finding a way to filter it out, 
change what it is and make it into a combustible the only thing, thing. The only thing I don't know is what, how it is coming out. See, that's the thing. Like, what's coming out of the car? Because carbon yes. comes out of the exhaust of a car. Yes. So what comes out of a potato? Go- yeah, Google it. A potato? How does a grease car work? Oh, my God. We could be here forever. Grease car. Grease car. How to make your own grease car. You want to turn your, your guy's car into a grease car? <laughs> Just have it smell like McDonald's all the time. Grease car. Oh. <laughs> you. <laughs> no car that runs on grease yeah yeah that might have been because just the cars from grease yeah runs on they still just gave me the grease stones just try all for right now see if that uh on waste uh yeah oh it, so it burns like diesel yeah. So it still has carbon. Yeah, still or has burn carbon. or burn like diesel. Yeah, makes sense. But at least you're not. You aren't burning at something. Least, at least you're burning something to get rid of it. That's right. What do they do with grease? Do they burn it or do they just? Dump I think it? they put it back into the vats and then try to not reuse it, but do like a specialty dump for it or a specialty yeah. type. Like when you drop off an old appliance, they have to have yeah. a specialty place for it because it's a chemical or it could be a hazmat or whatever it is. I think it's dumped at specific places. <laughs> it's just funny. I wouldn't mind. Like if I had a, if I had a diesel, cause I remember watching a guy and he's, it, there's like nothing to it. It's no. like a filter thing. Yeah. It's you like change, a little device or something. You get a diesel car or truck and it's a few little things you got to tweak here and there and then you're good to go you just start pouring in grease the grease yeah which would be cool because gas prices right now are ridiculous they are so bad i think diesel itself was way over four dollars a gallon we uh i went down to boston i think yesterday to do uh no the other day there's a van gogh experience that was how was it it was really nice was it yeah it was really cool you you guys would love it Oh yeah, I'd have to it, try it. It's a so it's an immersive Van Gogh experience, and you're basically like walking through the life of him and seeing all of his pictures, and they have like various statues and various things that like come to life. We didn't do there was this part where you we could have done the 3D thing, but it was like ten bucks or five. Yeah. 10, it wasn't worth, and it was like an hour line, so we just went through it, and it was really, I mean, really neat. They have this one room where you're sitting down, and they have projectors all around. It's like a small square room, and they have projectors all around, and they're projecting like his art, and he's like kind of talking to you and like having his quotes come to life. And that's that, cool. That, that was really like an immersive experience. It was really neat. Yeah, I have to say, like Van Gogh, man, he went through some shit. In oh. my entire lifetime, I think I've gone to Boston more in the last like I don't know six months. Yeah, than I ever have in my entire life. This was in a new, <laughs> this was in a new part of Boston we had never been to though, so it was like. Beyond the city, but like a little bit more further south. Uh, south. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. So it was like uh, the stadium. Oh, no. Yeah. The stadium was the name of the, of the place, I believe. But yeah, it was a really nice little neighborhood. You know, you can tell it was like an old black box theater that they kind of converted into this That's pop-up cool. exhibit, which is just, I thought it was really just really yeah, neat. Yeah, we, we went to a uh, – it was like a, they called it a walker stalker thing. Yeah. And 
outside of the venue was this whole like art setup, and the thing it was it was cool because you could actually sit on some of the art. That's what I did. And they turned some of the art into like swings and things. So if they're swinging just right, it was cool. So they have some of the, in the Van Gogh thing, they have like some interactive parts of it. And they, he actually did one painting three different times over the course of his life. Not in the painting, uh, didn't have any shadows. He didn't like painting any shadows. I didn't realize that at all. And so you can actually sit down in this art. And so I, I have a picture of myself sitting down inside this little art thing that he did. It's just kind of neat. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. You said shadows. Yes. It's going to be. I have I have another one, right? Okay. People have been found adults have found a new way to play hide and seek. How have they found a new way to play? And the reason why, so get this: drink and seek. No, you play at night. Yeah. The seeker has to wear sunglasses. Ooh. Okay. So the reason why I said because you said shadows is this guy was saying that literally you can make the play area as big as you want but if someone technically just they could be standing next to you and if they're standing in a shadow you won't be able to see them that's kind of cool which to me is pretty neat and i kind of want to try it but they said that uh like playing hide and seek as an adult wearing sunglasses brought them back to like their childhood yeah which is kind of neat so they also have restaurants in la that Oh, I don't know if you've heard about this, but you go into the dark. Yes, you, and you you, you, you in eat. the in the dark. Yes, there's yeah, that's a real thing. Now there's also some that will. I don't know if you. I can't remember the name of it, but there's a pill that you take. I think you let it sit on your tongue and let it dissolve, and it makes like it makes everything taste sweet. Huh. So like, if it is sweet. It, like, really brings it out. But let's say... It's, like, subtly sweet or something? Let's say you eat, like, a lemon. Oh, my God. No sour whatsoever. Really? It'll taste extremely sweet. Or let's say you're eating squid. Oh. It tastes sweet as, like... It's fresh? It's, it's a fruit. No. Not sh- as, squid. like, squid. Wow. The, the texture's there. Yeah. Like, you'll be able to feel it in your hand, but when you taste it, you think you're just eating fruit or whatever so what they've been doing is they've been doing the the dark one and then giving the people this and they're feeding them whatever. random shit yeah because they don't know yeah and then you find out afterwards what you eat that's kind of neat it's kind of neat would you do it no 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 here's because uh, i don't here's this fine dessert because i don't know well okay i would do it but i wouldn't want to know afterwards really I would rather just live the rest of my life not knowing if I ate anything terrible. Oh, they should tell if you. If I know I ate something terrible, You're I think up. that would bug me the rest of my what, life. What would bug you the worst? If you find out you <laughs> ate, like, that one thing, what would it be? Like, if it was some sort of human flesh or whatever. Not Well, they can't serve human flesh, but, like, horse meat? I would be fine with horse meat. Okay. I'd o- be ostrich? <sighs> Kangaroo? No, I'm talking. I'm talking, like... If they fed you like shit, you know what I mean. <laughs> if they fed you shit, I was thinking other body parts on animals. <laughs> right? No, I'm talking. Here's, here's a big steak, but it's or, really a horse. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, what if it's literally like a piece of the intestines they decide to cut with a yeah. thing of shit in it, yeah. and you're eating it, going, "Man, and this is the best thing man. I've ever had." You know, uh, whatever this is, <laughs> this is fantastic. And then, like, 
all of a sudden they turn off, turn on the lights, and there you are, with a mouthful of whatever. Oh, oh, what if it was still moving on you? See, that's the other thing. Wouldn't that be freaky? Like you have something on your plate and it starts to scurry. I saw a video where a woman ordered fish. Yeah. And it came out and it was still flapping <laughs> on the plate. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so as soon as that started happening, she was like, yeah, I'm not eating it. No, it's he goes, alive. well, it's cooked. And the thing is, like, it seemed like it was seared, but it was just like the tail's moving and everything. No. I'm not eating it. No. If it's moving, yeah. not eating it. I heard people will eat live octopus. Yeah. But the problem is if you don't do it right, like you have to do like real th- like quick, the – thing will actually get caught in your throat and you'll choke and die it's like uh when eating a puffer fish yes there's, there's a specific certain thing section in the, in of the, the puffer. puffer fish if you get it cut wrong the poisons will actually leak out into the meat and i don't know if it's mercury or if it's some sort of metallic poison will leak out into the meat and that'll get you really sick instantly so the, in japan though when they cut a puffer fish they have to have a specialty person yeah. cut the fish at a precise angle, angle. to make yep. sure that the sack or whatever isn't released into the meat yeah oh. <laughs> you ever eat tainted meat <laughs> all right what, what's some of the other ones we've uh we got we on our docket okay ethical ai trained moral advance uh descends into giving uh, it, yeah so basically ai is giving the okay because uh they said genocide basically they're like well ai can uh, do genocide so what they're saying is artificial intelligence yep. Yep. will could give the okay to themselves to like wipe humans off the planet. That's correct. Are you so we're talking Skynet. Skynet. Yeah, we're cool. talking Skynet, yeah. Awesome. Wouldn't you th- okay. Wouldn't you th- Well, it would be technically Cyberdyne systems first, then Skynet. So we have That's a little, true. we have a little bit of time. That's true. But wouldn't you think those people creating this stuff would have at least seen Terminator. Nope. I don't, maybe, and would have not. gone, hey. Or is it like an office joke? Yeah. Hey, guys, guess what we're creating? <laughs> or if it's like we've seen Terminator enough, let's actually do it. We've got like this team. <laughs> we're doing it now. We're doing it. Yeah. We have the technology. technology. Well, think about it. They have Roombas that automatically vacuum your floor how many other robots that they have nowadays that can automatically do well, stuff like, too like we we're talking before you know musk wants these um what five foot tall these synthetic thin uh, synthetic uh ais that people can purchase have in their homes help them with the dishes yeah. the laundry maybe go shopping all that stuff i'm okay with it but then i watched irobot and it's like, okay, they were fine at first, and then they went, hey, we need to protect you against yourself. So, what about Bicentennial Man, though? So, <sighs> what a gem. Yeah. What a gem that movie is. So, you do Bicentennial Man where these robots want to, want to become more human now, and us humans so, want to become well, more robot because we want to live forever. Here's the thing. Like, so, all of our organs get replaced. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. See, I'm okay. I'm okay with them using AI to save us i'm not okay for them to create ai that go hey you know what you know what will really save you we're just gonna kill you all yeah that's what we're gonna do oh i hey, saw this dude this yes. one's pretty cool 
first flying car passes safety test in Japan and could be on sale within Japan by 2025. Are you a go or no go for the flying car? I'm a go. You're a go? I'm a go. Cause that, would, cause, you, would you use it to drive to work? Hell yeah. Because here's the thing. If where we're going, we don't, <laughs> don't need, need no road roads. roads. Oh, now, I would be doing that all, when this thing hits 88. We're going to see some serious shit. Because here's the thing. We'd be able to get places quicker if we did this. Because instead of following a road, you actually go with how a crow flies. A straight line. And by going through a straight line, you're bypassing all these winds. Because when they built roads, a lot of them had to go around objects, right? That's why if you actually take the distance between two points and measure it. It's usually a straight line. And measure it. And then you look at the roadway to go to the same destination, the roadway is longer than the actual straight point. So technically, like, I could get to work in, like, 10 minutes. With Well, you'd have to take into consideration wind speed, though. Well, That's the only yeah. Wind. Wind and stuff. But, I mean, instead of me going all the way around wow. to get to work, I can go Ooh, up and over the mountain. Yeah, basically just be there. Down, yeah. Which would be cool. This is not the first iteration of this type of vehicle I've seen, though. I've seen another one, I've too. I've seen the one with, with the, the, the wings that fold yes, up. the wings yes. that fold up. That's an American version. I think we might have talked about that now, one time already, though. The only this pr- one looks a little bit more compact. The only problem is, I know the one that the wings fold up, you have to drive to an airport and actually unfold and take off from there. Really, the one I saw though is you could be on the highway, press a button, go up. See, that'd be cool. And then drive to land. Because this, but that's still far off right, too. Yeah. This right here would be kind of nice to not have to take it to an airport or whatever or fly airport to airport. It'd be nice, okay. I'm in my driveway, lifting off, I'll land into a parking lot. The other thing is you're going to have to be smart enough to run it. That's right. Like, so if it has like a – just for instance, if it has like a Tesla battery. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying an electric battery, you still have to go electric charging station. To, you, might yeah. not, you, you might not use enough or a lot of fuel or electric juice or whatever, but you're still going to have to go from one point to another. Right. So the thing is, they're going to have to create large enough batteries to sustain you up in the air for maybe one or two, three hours at a time, uh-huh. and then go down one or two, three hours at a time. Right. Unless they have, like, in Back to the Future 2, they have those charging stations or gas stations up in the air. <laughs> in to, the you, air, you, you which would be kind of cool. Which would be kind of cool, too. Unless, I don't know how it runs. Does it say? Yeah, it's electric. It's electric. Yeah, yeah so this electric concept. It's yeah. almost what it looks like is an oversized, like, drone. Like yes. the drones that you would get, yes. the phantoms or whatever. That's what it looks like because it has propellers in all four sides, it looks like. And that's how it is. You just – it hovers and flies and tilts and so all So this that one stuff. says about 10 minutes of flight time. So about 30 miles an hour. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. No. So like short burst. Yeah. Eventually they'll get bigger and bigger. But I like the American – there are a couple of the American versions I've seen that I like a little bit better. The other ones look like an actual car. This one almost looks like a, a souped-up doom buggy. Yeah. To a certain extent, just because yep. it's small and compact, you can only fit one person at a time. Like it almost looks like it could fit in the bed of a pickup truck. Yes. That's what yeah, it looks like. That small. The other like ones, a, I would say four wheeler size. Maybe even smaller than a or, or even smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so one I got. Yeah. 
I remember this correctly. The gun used to kill Billy the Kid okay. just sold at auction Ooh. for like $28 million. Huh. Huh. $28 million for the gun that shot Billy the Kid. Now, wow. I'm saying mind. shot. I'm not saying killed because we don't know if Billy Kid died. We died in the 1800s. At some point, he died. He died sometime, but yeah. we don't know if he died from that gun wound. Yeah, that's right. There's always been tales of Speculation. that guy that came out in the 50s, was it? Yeah. Who said that he was Billy the Kid. He was looking for his pardon. <laughs> that's funny. Which, that leads into my next thing. So, yeah, Billy the Kid's the gun, gun that yeah. supposedly killed Billy the Kid went to auction. The governor of New Mexico is willing to give Billy his pardon. Oh, that's kind of neat. Which is kind of cool. That is like, cool. I mean, it's, what, a hundred uh, something years? hundred something years. A little late, but... Better than never. Better than never. It's more of like a sentimental thing, though. Right. Which is kind of neat. So, I hope he does it. Like, soon. That'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. But, yeah. So, I guess what happened was they went to... Uh, they were trying to do DNA testing on Billy the Kid's bones and stuff. And because they know where his mother's buried. So they have a general idea of right. the genealogy. But the problem is where his mom's buried. They used to kind of just like throw people all in one area yeah. without any boxes or anything. So Unmarked when right, they basically. dug up where his mom was buried, there was several skeletons, like, all mixed up in one, so they couldn't use it, anything. Because nothing, like... Nothing matched. They could go through, like, each bone or whatever, but it could just take too long. Yeah. Just take way too long. They should get, like, a bones expert in there to be like, look at an arm bone and be like, yep, yeah, that's male. Yeah, that's female. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, they want to do things so bad, but then it's like... Uh, they screwed up in the past. Yeah. Uh, no. So the <coughs> next one I got is NASA plans to land lunar ice mining drill uh, near the moon's south pole. Uh, yay or nay on uh, ice drilling on the moon? Here's my thing. I, I don't want to be – I don't want anyone touching the moon. Yeah. Right? Drilling, all that stuff because we're just going to screw it up. We're going we're gonna to blow up the moon. I'm okay with us going to the moon, building something on a moon. That's one thing. And like a space station, whatever, maybe colonizing the moon. Yeah. Because I think the the best step to getting us closer to Mars is to put people on the moon and let them live up there for a year and see how they do. Or here's another idea. Send these astronauts into the worst environments on this planet and see how they do, too. That, too. Right. Like yeah. Antarctica or, like, all these places where it gets 40 below and you have your, you have to grow your own potatoes or you have to grow your own food or whatever to survive or right. get your own water. If you put these astronauts in these isolated places that are the most dangerous and not just see how they get out but see how they can figure out certain situations – that might be helpful too. Right. Like the desert. Send them into the desert for a couple of days and see how they can figure out what to do. Because they're, if they're going to be on Mars, they're going to have to have some sort of survival something. skills. Something. They're going to have to be like a botanist like Matt Damon was on The Martian. <laughs> they're going to have to have very specific jobs that help you know make them survive. 
I grow potatoes using human shit. <laughs> I love that That's movie. That's a good movie. But yeah, it's like, to me, it's a stepping stone. Yeah. To me, it's just stupid to keep planning on going to Mars, which I'd love to see people go there. I, I think really in would. our lifetime, we will see something. But, like someone go to Mars. But just send us back to the moon. I think that would get people excited again, too. About if, the space program? About the space program. I think so, too. It, it died off for a while. I mean, there was times where we were watching people getting launched to the, the space, space station which is and stuff. Neat too, yeah. And I love watching, like, Musk do it. Those live launches are pretty Those cool. Those live launches are sweet. Except for when they explode. That's a little right. hard. But yeah. When there's no one on it, that's right. one That's one right. thing. Yeah. But it's like, why not just get people excited again? Hey, we're, we're launching guys up to the moon. We're, we're going to do it just how they did during the Apollo age. Blah, blah, blah. Get people excited. That would be pretty neat. I would like You know, that. here's the thing. With our video nowadays... Seeing footage from the moon would be cool. It would be kind of cool. So let's do it. Yeah. But everyone's shooting too high. Yeah. Too they, high. I don't think drilling on the moon is a good idea. No. So I got another one. Yep. You remember the movie Biodome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know Biodome was a real thing. It's a real thing. I just learned this. Really? I heard about this on a, like months ago. So Biodome was a, like a real thing. The movie wasn't... Based on what actually happened, but it was close. It was close. They yeah. actually took a bunch of people, threw them in this dome, and it failed miserably. I guess like all the vegetables started dying off, and the plants started dying off. And when they were doing tests on the plants, there was like this weird bacteria that they've never seen before. The people had psychological problems. Yeah, psychological problems. Everything. So they had to scrap it. So Still there. So then they tried doing it again. Because they're like, oh, we learned from our mistakes. And it failed a second time. And it's almost the same things that were happening. Food started to get scarce. They, everyone was at each other's throats. And so they can't figure out how... They want to do it again. Like, they, they've they kept the building. It's, yeah. It's still a thing. Yeah. And what's weird is when they when people are out of it, like, the plants flourish. I'm wondering, because this is a thing, I'm wondering if the plants are sensing the bad and that's what's happening to them. Because plants are known to feed off of emotions and stuff. There's See, been science there, behind there's it. A weird, there's a weird little thing that if you play music for your plants, yeah. it changes the mood, which I didn't know was a weird... Yeah. There's a, we, we heard this on the, uh, the podcast we listened to. There's plant music. Yes, there is. There's actual there's plant, plant music. You could go to YouTube, type in plant, plant music, music, and bring it's it up. It's a real thing. Yeah, we listen, we'd actually listen to it. Yes, we did. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not It's not good. It's not good, Weird. but it's not bad. Yeah, plant music. But yeah, it. I just didn't know bio, like the whole Biodome thing was true. I love the movie. The yeah. movie's one of my favorites. But knowing... Where they made cigarette filters out of something or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. <laughs> so Weird. funny. Yeah. But to know it was like a real thing just makes me love it even more. Because now I know it's them picking on something. So that makes it even like... Awesome. So would you do it 30 days in the biodome? 30 days? I'll do do a month in the biodome. You can't leave. You're stuck in the the biodome. I'd be okay as long as I'm getting paid. Yeah. Like if I'm getting paid to sit in there for 30 days. Volunteer? Would you volunteer to do the – Volunteer? No. No? Like Like, I I have to be able to get something out of it. 
Okay. That's so my thing. No internet. No nothing. Yeah. I P- could be. Pioneer times for 30 days? No, I'd be, I'd, I'd be for it. You could do it? I could do it. I, I, I don't think I could volunteer. If I couldn't volunteer, but if they like paid, I'd do the job. Yeah. Like if they paid me, I'd do the job for if, a month. If they paid you your year salary to do it for 90 days, would you do it? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Nine, just stuck in the dome. You can't yeah. leave the dome. 90 no fo- days. No phone, no internet. No. Nope. No, just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd be, be okay. Pretty, that could be pretty good. It would be. I think it would be awesome. I just, I really want to know what caused, because what's funny is these are the smartest people, some of the smartest people on the planet, right? Yeah. And they can't figure out how this is failing. I think part of it was that, like, the people were failing, and so the environment was <laughs> That's failing. That's what I'm saying. So they, like, everyone was getting on each other's nerves <laughs> yeah. after, like, week two. And I, so no one was keeping up I with guess the tasks. The other thing was, like, they started to form, like, groups. And, like, this group was against this group, and this group, like, they all started, like, group fighting, which was just insane. I, I love it. I love the idea. Okay, here's here's a lighter story. Stunning drone uh, photographs sh- uh, show multicolored comfort town in Ukraine that looks like a Lego city. Oh my God, it does look like a Lego city. That's pretty cool. Isn't that kind of cool? That's in Ukraine. That's real photos of this city that looks like. See. That's okay. kind of neat. Here's the thing. I, I do like the bright buildings because when you typically go to a city, though, all you're seeing is gray. That's what I'm saying. Why don't more cities do this? You could see, like, could shape... you imagine how pretty or some like, things would be if we did this? The mood of the people, though, might be a little Here's bit better. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. All right. Have you seen pictures of Chernobyl? No. Like the, Not recently. Like the buildings yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Just picture this. If all these buildings were white... It looked like Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Just nice. how it's lined out yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But this is actually really cool. What's What's amazing is it looks so fake. That it, it, but yeah, it's real. It's real. That's right. That's really cool. Oh, from above is actually kind of awesome too. Yeah, that is kind of neat. Oh, wow. I, I like it. Yeah, I think it's kind of neat. It just looked like Where a Lego is this? To Ukraine. Oh, speaking of Chernobyl. <laughs> it's close. It's close. It's close. No, no wonder why the buildings look the same. <laughs> oh, what am I thinking? Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of a neat little thing that they have, like, See, they multicolor. Because need... in the United States, all, all the cities I've been to, I've only seen, like, gray, green, black, whatever. They don't have bright colored, no, a lot of bright colored buildings like this. These this these images we're looking at they show multicolored buildings like an entire section of a city, like uh, Boston. If it had one or two, maybe even I don't know, oh maybe I would say ten square blocks of just different various buildings that were all brightly colored. That's the best way to kind of describe it. I like it. Yeah, I really do. That's something cool. That is kind of cool. All right, so I got one. New York City. Uh, I think this is New York. New York City. 2,600 firefighters and police officers have called in sick. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Over the mandate. Over the co- So they yep. have to be vaccinated. Vaccinated. That's the mandate. Here's my thing. This is this is just me. This They're right. first responders. This is just me. They're first responders. 
the last thing I'm going to worry about if I'm in trouble yeah. is if they're vaccinated. Yeah. I don't care. If there's a fire. If, if there's a fire and one of these guys needs to come in, if I looked at that man and go, hey, wait a minute, before you touch me, are you vaccinated? He's going to leave my ass in the fire. You know what I mean? Oh, he was already dead. Yeah. He was already dead when I went in there. It's weird. Yeah. I don't care. I don't that's, care. That's, a, I, lot of, that's I, a lot of people. To me... The people that the people of people need to leave alone. Yeah. Are all your firefighters, your police officers, your nurses, your EMTs, your doctors, leave them alone. Because when we didn't have a vaccine and everyone stayed home in fear, these guys were still out and about. Yeah. They were still doctors, doctors and nurses. Still doing they that. have not changed a single thing. Since COVID, they still wear. They probably wear they, more they wear, PPE now. Oh yeah, they wear tons of it. Or like a full even, hazmat suit. Even though they're point. vaccinated, yeah. they wear tons of it. So like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Just let them live their lives. You. The you, only thing though is you if, put them on this high pedestal. If they're not vaccinated though, and they they're expo- they're exposing other people, that's the only caveat to that. Well, if true. If they're unvaccinated but, and uh, say they're helping someone. Or say a police officer is helping someone and they're unvaccinated, they could have the potential to spread that virus to the other right. people. That's the but only the only concern. Same that's, yeah. same with vaccinated. That, that's right. Yes, too. Because we're finding out that vaccinated people are still are, carriers. Yes. Are still carriers, and they might not know they have it because right. there's no symptoms because the vaccine has suppressed the symptoms. That's right. So they can still carry it. So either way, yes, you're still. I think honestly, we talked about this. What? A while ago. A while ago that it was going to be a year and a half? About two years. Two years. I'm thinking it's going to be three, three and a half. I I think that's what it's going to be. I think this is never going to be stopped talking about. like For a while. Like next year, because next year would be like the two-year mark. Yeah. Right? I don't think it's going to – it's not going to just disappear. No. I think it's just constantly going to be at us, constant, constant, constant. I have not heard about any more mutations, though, so that's a plus. Yes. That's a good thing. That's a plus. Yeah. Uh, Cases have dwindled. Which is still good. Which is good. I think it's slowly – it's starting to not teeter off, but the amount of people that we're seeing – like it was at a high point a while ago, but now it's starting to slow down a little bit, maybe more – not as many people are going out and about, so things like that, too. And I also read a little thing. We talked about this a while ago, too, the chip shortage. Yes. For all the cars and the various electronics and stuff, this chip shortage will continue through next 2023. Yeah, 2023. So we're looking at a potential chip shortage through at least 2023 into 2024 already. Yeah, and there's so many pictures of, like, Ford. Ford has just these miles of parking lots that are full of like 2021 vehicles that they can't sell because they're missing chips so i wonder how many cars are gonna if there's gonna be any 2021 cars well there's been a few because they've had a few chips and they were able to send them out but start driving around and looking at some dealerships you'll see that there are a lot of used cars yeah because they just can't get any new stock in yeah the other thing I was going to bring up, since you mentioned the chip shortage, yeah. was the um, the shipping fiasco. Oh, that's, right? yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah. So what they're doing now is the, the big problem is the West Coast. 
That's the huge problem. And most of it has to do with the politics on that side because there, there's so much that they're trying to push and all, all of the workers have just, hey, we're not going to deal with this and we're done. That's why we're having such a problem. There's no one at the ports to offload the trucks and no one to drive the trucks. So they're actually taking these ships and bringing them like down through and they've started offloading in like Florida, I think parts of Texas, Louisiana, and they're starting to work their way towards like the East Other, Coast. Yeah, the East Coast, and then they can move them from because there. Because things are more to... lenient over on this side. Yeah. So that's what they're doing. They're actually starting to offload this way. So they said it's still going to take a while, but the ship shipping thing if we don't continue to reroute them, we'll last 2024, Yeah, they said. Yeah. Which is, again, ridiculous. That's a lot of things. Well, the other thing is, like, what's going to happen when they can get offloaded? What's going to be on there? What's going to happen to all the box stores? You know what I mean? Look, look at Walmart. All of a sudden, the shipping fiasco is uh, done, over with, right? And now Walmart gets flooded with 9 million TVs that are like three years old, been sitting on a boat for three years. Are goods going to be like real cheap because they're going to try to get rid of them because we have too much? Are they just going to be tossed? Yeah. Or what what about all the perishables? If there are perishables. Right. If there are perishables. perishables, Can you imagine the smell? I was just going to say that. Could you like if you're. Meat. (laughs) Could you imagine? If Vegetables it, might be fine. Right. But, but meat? Could you? Oh. Imagine if there was livestock on one. Oh, we really need to get offloaded. No, you're going to wait. And they're yeah. just all dying I off. I think the livestock's are probably going to offload. Oh, but, yeah. like, but you know what I mean? Like, There's what, probably some pretty gross things. Or some pretty great stuff. To, you don't know. Right. What What's going to – is it all an Amazon facility? Or is it all like MacBooks well, or iPad? You know what I'm saying? You, see, don't, you this don't know. Is, this is the thing. I don't think there's a store, a, a building, a facility, a company that could handle the amount of flow that we will eventually get. No. Because we're going to have we're going to have too much product and not enough demand. Because honestly, people have just been getting by with whatever. Yeah. I mean, the, the store we work at. If yeah. you go around and look how many empty holes there are, a lot. right? And we don't get any of it in because we know it's probably stuck on a ship somewhere. Walmart's the same thing. You go in and there's like areas of Walmart where it's constantly empty, but that they have like real stupid things. Yeah. And people are just getting by with whatever. Yeah. So that that's what I'm thinking. We're going to – there's going to be a time where we're probably going to be so – overwhelmed with product yeah that i'm thinking they're just they're either gonna toss it or give almost practically give it away for free just to get it out of the stores i mean that could be neat too which would be kind of cool could you imagine like a giant yard sale yeah. at all stores oh yeah it's just oh we fill get, up your car we got this pallet yeah of stuff do you guys Random. do you guys want a pallet yeah. Like, take this pallet. Yeah. Take whatever's this. Hey, you want, you know what? Buy these pair of pants and get a TV for free. Yeah, might as well. You know what I mean? I mean like, what, it, what kind of stores, though? I mean, if stores can't, can't even keep up with the the, uh, the employee like hiring process right now because it's the big employee yeah, shortage. Yeah, employee shortage. Yeah. 
how are they going to keep up with all the products too? That's exactly. the other. A lot of places are either closing or temporarily closing because of the workforce that yeah. shortage that's going on too. So it it's going to be a big thing. It's going to come to a head at some point. There, you're going to have a lot of product come in. And then you're going to have not a lot of people. What do you do? You just give, throw stuff away like you said? Yeah. Do you take that cut? Okay, this company is going to take a million-dollar cut this year because they threw half their products away. Well, or, like, what if these products are damaged? So, too? technically, you're absolutely – because someone already bought these products. Someone. Yeah. A comp- let's, some company let's somewhere. Say, let's say Lowe's, yeah. right? Let's yeah. say Lowe's. Lowe's buyers have already bought certain amount of product, X amount of dollars, and they or... haven't received that product yet. So yeah. technically, their money's gone. Yeah. Until they get that product, I didn't think of that. But I think at any point they're going to have to deal with losing money. Yeah, you already bought it. What? So what happens if they get double, and then they now sit on that double? <laughs> yeah. Now or you triple. Sit on- because you ordered it once, yeah. and now you're waiting on it, or you ordered it three or four well, times. Well, look at the big paper fiasco. Every store out there bought a – like, their companies bought so much paper goods because of what happened the during the pandemic yeah, yeah. when it started. You couldn't get cleaning products. You couldn't get toilet paper, paper towels. You couldn't get any of that. No. So what these companies did was they bought, like, millions of whatever. There was – Paper towels and toilet paper brands the, I've never even heard or, of. No. Right? So anything and everything. And they did this, but what happened was they sat on it forever and ever and ever. You, you started watching them go to clearance and then back up to full price because once they put them on clearance, people were buying them left and right. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. So then they're like, oh, they'll still buy it if we put it back up. No. Then it sat on it. Yeah. Then they put it back down to clearance and then they've raised it again. So – they're they're gonna have to deal with the fact they're gonna have to lose money. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, something's gonna. Like I don't you said, think. I don't gonna, think places are gonna go bankrupt because of it. I just think it's gonna be. It's there's, like there's there might be a loss somewhere, yeah. or it might be a gain. You don't know until you we can actually get on those ships and see the product. These companies too. are still making tons of money. Yeah, still. hand over fist. Yeah, we need some of that money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it. Yeah, that's all I got. So thank you all for listening. If you like what you hear, follow us on Facebook, Captivated Minds. Instagram's at Minds Captivated. Email us, CaptivatedMinds2 at gmail.com. All of our links are in the show notes. We also have another series coming out on uh, cryptids coming out soon yes. too as well. So this month is also going to be a little different with our stuff. We're going to actually have an episode a week. Um, so once a week, every Wednesday. For the next four weeks. For the next four weeks. Yep. Uh, mostly, you know, we got some family stuff going on. It's Thanksgiving. Holidays coming up. Yeah. Right. So um, you'll have an episode every Wednesday. We'll have a couple cryptids. Of course, this. And then, and we then have... a movie. That's right. Um, so if you like what you hear, please let us know. Email us. Leave comments. If you listen to us on uh, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, or any of the other apps that you can find us on, turn on your notifications so you get up to date on when we drop a new episode, too. And if you uh, do listen to us on Apple Podcasts, too, uh, leave a comment or a note. We'd love to hear from you guys, a review, or see how we're doing. Yeah, so thank you all for listening. Thank you.